Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for. Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. A dink a dink, a dink a do, a dink a dink. Oh, what a tooth! A dink a dink, a dink a do, a dink a dink. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. What a special treat for you we have with our Triple Stack Tuesday this week. We have um, a tour de force for actor, composer, comedian Oscar Levant. And uh, on the Bing Crosby show, Oscar is going to be his guest. I just love the banter that Oscar Levant does with Bing Crosby, and of course he always does on the Al Jolson show where he's a regular. So we'll present Bing Crosby, then Al Jolson, then the Jimmy Durante show. The Al Jolson sound isn't that great this week, but it's not that bad either. And just to hear Oscar play and to experience a lot of Oscar, it's, it's worthwhile. Um, Oscar Levant, he started composing music for film he met George Gershwin um, befriended George Gershwin and uh, started composing for film from 1929 to 1948 he composed more than 20 scores for movies which is pretty amazing he also co-wrote numerous popular hits that made the hit parade most his most noteworthy being blame it on my youth from 1934 he was in a lot of films uh, ben Burney and All the Lads, Dance of Life in 1929, Night Parade in 1929, In Person, Charlie Chan at the Opera from 1936. I'm actually going to feature, if you come to the website, of course that's judy-garland.podomatic.com, uh, I will feature Charlie Chan at the Opera from YouTube. You can also search for it on YouTube if you want. Uh, but it features Oscar Levant and Boris Karloff as two of the folks in the film. It's considered to be the best Charlie Chan film. Uh, the, the picture quality is not that great, but I figure for free, good deal. <laughs> anyway, he was in Rhythm of the River from 1940, Kiss the Boys Goodbye, Rhapsody in Blue from 1945, Humoresque, 1946, Romance on the High Seas, You Were Meant for Me, The Barclays of Broadway. Just a lot of pretty big films. Anyway, then he also, uh, in 1948, 47, 48, started appearing on, the, on Al Jolson's Craft Music Hall that we've been playing for you all season. He just, he's, his comedy to me is the closest to 
um, probably Fred Allen's in that uh, they both are sarcastic. They both are very dry and at times um, very much into satire. Uh, just uh, very enjoyable. He also was um, on a lot of like panels for uh, different game shows and so forth. His biggest in the in the radio age was Information Please, that he was always on the panel for that. Anyway, without further ado, oh, actually, let me run through what they're going to be covering on the Bing Crosby show. We've got uh, Civilization, Bongo Bongo Bongo, which I always love. Is Bing's going to sing with the Rhythm Airs. Then he's going to joke around with Oscar Levant and Joe Venuti. Then they'll play uh, Somebody Loves You with Oscar Levant on piano. And Oscar is a, is more than any musical guest I can think of, is involved in a whole lot of these numbers. Um, they have Oh Lady Be Good by Joe Venuti and then Second Rhapsody by, with Oscar Levant playing that at Gershwin Tune. Do 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 with Oscar Levant playing piano. Uh, Someone to Watch Over Me, uh, where Bing's going to be accompanied by Oscar Levant and Joe Venuti, which should be really cool hearing hearing that, the violin and piano piece by these two great players. It's wonderful, it's wonderful uh, with uh, Peggy Lee and Oscar Levant and Joe Venuti and Bing Crosby all together. That should be awesome. And then I've Got a Crush on You, uh, where Bing and Peggy Lee sing it together. So just a big guest show tonight on the Bing Crosby show with Giovanni, Oscar Levant, Peggy Lee, all appearing and all playing and, and doing a lot together, which is great. And I've got a medley here. Is that part of the show? This can't all be in the show, can it? Maybe it is. <laughs> it says medley. I've got a crush on you by Oscar Levant. I've just, I'm just wild about Harry, of course, with Oscar. And then Love is Sweeping the Country with Bing and Oscar together. They Can't Take That Away From Me with Peggy Lee. Third Prelude for Piano, uh, a Gershwin song with Oscar Levant. Biden My Time, Oscar Levant, with Oscar Levant vocal. That's pretty cool. I Got Rhythm with Peggy Lee. Summertime with Peggy Lee. And then the closing of the show. Wow, they cram a lot of numbers into the show. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one. I haven't listened to it myself, so uh, I think we're we got a lot to look forward to. So anyway, we'll play that show, and then immediately following it will be Al Jolson with Oscar Levan on, on his show. And the guest this week is Charles Lawton, and so that should be a lot of fun. And then, of course, closing out with Jimmy Durante. Hope you enjoy all three shows. We'll see you next time. Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. Carpenter, welcoming you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guests, Oscar Levant, Peggy Lee, and Joel Venuti. 
With uh, Valentine's Day just around the corner, we bring you a little round fellow with a bow and arrow, Cupid Crosby. That... Thank you, Ken. If I'd known you were going to introduce me as Cupid, I'd have come undressed for the part. Oh, so? What are you dressed for? Immediately following this broadcast, I'm going to the opera. Oh, don't be. <laughs> no. There's no opera in town tonight. At Charlie Foy's? Oh, that's... Why, <laughs> every night out there in the valley. Now, Ken, if you'll just back up and make way for the rhythm airs, John Scott Trotter will lead us all deep into the jungle. We search for civilization. Proceed, Herr Doctor. Bingo, bango, bongo, bingo, bunk. Bingo, bango, bingo, bunk. Each morning, a missionary advertised with neon signs. He tell the native population that civilization is fine. And three educated savages holler from a bamboo tree. But civilization is the thing for me to see. But bongo, 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 I don't want to leave the Congo. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Bingo, bango, bungle, I'm so happy in the jungle, I refuse to go. Don't want no bright lights, false teeth, doorbells, landlords, I make it clear. No matter how they coax me, I stay right here. Bongo, 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 he don't want to leave the Congo. I look through a magazine that missionaries wife can see. I see how people who are civilized and bang you with automobiles. I the movies that they've got to pay many coconuts to see. Uncivilized pictures that the newsreel takes of me. Bingo, bangle, bungle, I'm so happy in the jungle, I refuse to go. Don't want no penthouse, bathtub, streetcars, taxis, noise in my ear. So no matter how they coax me, I'll stay right here. They hurry like savages to get aboard an iron train. And though it's smoky and it's crowded, they're too civilized to complain. When they got two weeks vacation, they hurry to vacation ground. Well, they swim and they fish, but that's what I do all the year round. Bongo, 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 he don't wanna leave the Congo. I refuse to go Don't want no fancy spats Or no tuxedo Solid comfort, that's his credo Frank Sinatra, Solatito Clogging my ear So no matter how we coax him I'll stay right here Bongo, bongo, bongo I don't want to leave the Congo Bingo, bingo, bango, bongo I refuse to leave the jungle Civilization, civilization, civilization I'll stay right here Oh, that was
was just peachy, Wasn't babe. Wasn't that a bouncy thing? I mm-hmm. loved it. You know, I'm glad I'm not in the Congo. Why, Ken? It's a beautiful spot. Lush, languid, very beautiful. Oh, I agree, I agree, but there are plenty of spots in this country that are loaded with beauty. Oh, definitely. The Hudson River, Yosemite, Grand Canyon, Earl Carroll's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, don't forget our Philco dealer showrooms, Bing. They're loaded with real beauties, too. Some nifty new models. Models? Oh, so they've added a new line of Conover and Powers girls. No, well, no, no, this no, is no, interesting. No. What time is the first no, floor no, show? No, no, Bing, please, really. No, I want to mm-hmm. tell you about one of our new Philco models. It's as easy on your eyes as any cover gal. Oh, that I gotta see. Bing, this new Philco console is really easy to look at and plenty thrilling to listen to. And the price? Well, that's easy too. Yes, and you can even say thrilling because this new Philco gives you so much more for your money. Automatic record changer? Mm-hmm, but the best. Handles up to 12 records at a clip and really babies them. Won't get out of whack if you just breathe on it either. Tone? Well, compare it at your Philco dealers and let your ear be the judge. As for the cabinet, if you go for good-looking mahogany furniture, and who doesn't, you'll spruce up your living room with this stylish new Philco before a decorator could say Heppelwhite. Check it four ways, for tone, for record changer, for cabinet, and for price. And you're a cinch to buy the newest thing in radio phonographs from Philco, famous for quality the world over. As guest time approaches, so does our guest. And in this instance, we're playing host to one of the most charming young men in show business. His graciousness, his warmth, and his humility are exceeded only by his overwhelming modesty (laughs) and his consideration for his fellow artists. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... Never mind that stuff, Bing. Why don't you introduce me? Well, Oscar LaVance. You're welcome. (laughs) You should be very careful how you speak to me, Bing. I suffer from a very serious inferiority complex. Inferiority? Yes, I'm even better than I think I am. (laughs) Oh, I see. You just can't drive yourself to believe it. Oscar, yonder sits a piano. If you'll assume a firing position, we can rip into something. What mood are we in, Bing? Classical? Semi? Or pop? Oscar, here's what I was thinking. You're probably the greatest exponent of George Gershwin's great music, Extant. I'm sorry, it's extant. It is it really? On a level, it's I extant. I check with my Roger's thesaurus in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> We've sent out a call, though. We've got some of these uh, great Gershwin tunes available, and I, I went ahead and sent out a call and got some great men to come in here and join us tonight. Some great fellas, great musicians. We got uh, Harry Bluestone there. We got Perry Bodkin, Buddy Cole. Those were giants in those days. Oh, these are... <laughs> Yes, and we've even over in the brass section, we got uh, Manny Klein. Goodo. Say, isn't that Joe Venuti over there? Yes, certainly is. That's the flash of the fiddle. Hiya, Joe. Hello, Bing. Hiya, Oscar. Hiya, Joe. Say, we're loaded here tonight, aren't we? I see you even got Paul Whiteman over here. No, no, that's not Paul. That's uh, John Scott Trotter. Turn around and prove it, John. <laughs> hey, hey. Whiteman was never that big. <laughs> we also got a very fancy young lady to help out, too, Oscar. You know Peggy Lee, don't you? Sure. Hello, Peggy. Hello, boys. Oscar, how about putting us into the Gershwin mood? Could you uh, slip me a little arpeggio, sort of a cadenz? I'd like to oblige with Somebody Loves Me. That was a great Gershwin number in the scandals of 1924. 1924? Well, of course, I was too young to see the show. (laughs) Me too. Just a babe in arms, then. I know the babe you had in your arms, too. (laughs) That's carrying reminiscing too far. Shall I start singing? Rather. Give me a bit of a downbeat. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. I wonder who. 
she can be Somebody loves me I wish I knew Who can she be Worries me For every girl who passes by I shout Hey, maybe You were meant to be My loving baby Somebody loves me I wonder who Maybe I notice now that Mr. Venuti is edging up to the mic with an armful of Amati. Is that Amati or Amato? Uh, Santo Serafin. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, did you have something in mind from Lady Be Good? Certainly. Uh, Lady Be Good, that's the one for me. Well, then, so away. Go at it, Jose. Pardon me? What's that you're playing? That's the middle theme of the second Rhapsody. Oh, yes, I'd forgotten. <laughs> Are you sure you ever knew? <laughs> Not two. Anyhow, Oscar, do you remember the hit show OK back in 1926? Remember the show that starred Gertie Lawrence with Omen and Arden? Omen and Arden? What'd they do? Omen and Arden played twin pianos. I can never remember piano players except me. <laughs> remember this from OK, Bing? That's right. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Okay was full of hits. 
That one uh, had to clap your hands and then... Uh, Good remembering, Joe. Someone to watch over me. Won't you tell her, please, to put on some speed? Follow my lead. Oh, how I need someone to watch over me. Bing, I'll never forget Gertrude Lawrence doing that number. Mm -hmm. I remember how charming she was, how ravishing, how beautiful, and how flat she sang it. <laughs> now, now, Oscar, you're being bitter again. If Gertie Lawrence is listening, rest assured, Gertie, I'll rinse Oscar's mouth out with dreft. <laughs> I like draft. <laughs> Say, Bing, you uh, know a Gershwin tune that always sends me... Which one's that, Bing? It's wonderful. Oh, yeah, good old wonderful from Funny Face, 1927. Should we sing it, Peg? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. You should, should care, care for me. It's awful nice. It's paradise. It's paradise. What I long to see. You've made my life so glamorous. You can't blame me for feeling amorous. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Marvelous. It's marvelous. That you should care for me. That was a big smash, and there was another Gershwin hit, too. Strike up the band. Bing, uh, wasn't that the show I've Got a Crush on You came from? That's it, Peg. Let's sing that one. Oh, I love it. Love to. I've got a crush on you, sweetie pie. All the day and night time Hear me sigh I never had the least notion That I could fall with so much emotion Could you coo? Could you care for a cunning cottage? For us to share The world will pardon our mush Cause I've got a crush My baby on you Say, uh, Peg and Bing, no. pardon me, uh, that's darn good But you know that tune was originally a one-step It went like this in the show It didn't become popular that way un Until the way you just did it The wrong way The wrong way <laughs> There were a lot of great one-steps around at that time Like this one, for instance I'm just wild about Harry And Harry's just wild about me 
After an embarrassing silence, I want to say, uh, I just want to state that I'm just wild about Harry, uh, which I just sung. Uh, there was nothing political in that remark, of course. <laughs> this fella just can't stand other piano players, can he? <laughs> uh, Bing, here's another great Gershwin one-step. What's that? Love is sweeping the country. Love is sweeping the land. Oh, what a All broom. the sexes from Maine to Texas Anybody, body, for Anyway Love is sweeping Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, love is sweeping the country What a broom that was It still sweeps pretty good Say, Oscar, would you like to stand by for a minute While Miss Lee and I do a chorus of a really great Gershwin ballad The way you wear your... You nodded, you nodded your large head. You gave me the biggest downbeat in the history of shows. was from George and Ira Gershwin's great score, Shall We Dance? Here's a number I've had no request for, and I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> the third the prelude by Gershwin.
I'm forced to say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Say, Bing, uh, so far we've been doing just the choruses of Gershwin's tunes. Yeah. In Girl Crazy, there was a great verse to a song which I will now sing, Biden My Time. You gonna sing the verse? Rather. I await this eagerly. <laughs> Some fella love to tiptoe through the tulips. Some fellas go on singing in the rain. Some fellas keep on painting skies with sunshine. Some fellas must go swinging down the lane. I, I like this boy better than Jessel, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> this opens up a whole new field for you, singing verses. And Yes, sir. Very few verse singers around. Harry Ruby's about the only good verse singer. I know. This opens up a new vista. <laughs> you know, Bing, songwriters often argue, does the song make the singer or the singer make the song? Uh-huh. A good example was Ethel Merman, a newcomer singing I Got Rhythm and Girl Crazy. Well, what's your slant on this highly controversial subject, Tusker? Well, with, without lapsing into a few thousand words, who cares? <laughs> Merman is still a great star, and I Got Rhythm is still a great song. It's so great, I don't think we can hurt it. So let's all get in on this one, huh? Peggy, Joe, Manny, Nick Fatul, everybody, huh? The whole team. I got rhythm, I got music, I got my gal who could ask for anything more. I got daisies in green pastures, I got my man who could ask for anything more. Oh, man, trouble, I don't mind him You won't find him around my door I got starlight, I got sweet dreams I got my gal, who could ask for anything more? Who could ask for anything more? I got rhythm, I got music, I got my gal, who could ask for anything more? I got daisies in green pastures, I got my man, who could ask for anything more? Oh man, trouble, I don't mind him, you won't find him around my door. I got starlight, I got sweet dreams, I got my gal, who could ask for anything more? Who could ask for Folks, anytime you want to get rhythm, set yourself up a Gershwin concert on one of Philco's slick new 1948 radio phonographs. Man, that's luxury these winter nights. Outside it's snowing or sleeting, maybe. <laughs> Forget it. You can get a lift out of Porgy and Bess without budging out of your easy chair. Stack your records on Philco's super smooth automatic record changer, and you're as good as right there in the theater or concert hall. Thanks to the research program of the Philco Laboratories, you get brilliant on-the-spot performance from your records, tone that sends you out of this world. And you can kiss the noise goodbye with Philco's sensational electronic scratch eliminator. No hiss, no screech, no scratch. Just the music against a background of blissful silence. Philco research is like that. Always out front for easier listening at the lowest possible cost. And it all pays off in more for your money, the top radio value at every price. 
Thanks to the resources of the world's largest radio manufacturer, Philco, the leader. From the great American opera Porgy and Bess, this is a classic among American folk songs. Fish are jumping And the cotton is hard Oh, your daddy's rich And your ma is good looking So hush, little baby, don't you cry. One of these mornings, you're gonna rise up singing. Then you'll spread your wings And you'll take to the sky with great reluctance that we face the parting hour. It's been wonderful singing and playing all this great music, even though we only scratched the surface of the tremendous legacy that George Gershwin left the American public. I'd like to extend my thanks to Peggy Lee, Oscar Levant, and Joe Venuti for aiding our cause tonight. Bing, who's your guest next week? Next week, Peggy, Robert Taylor pays us a visit. Say, I may come back myself. You're always welcome, Peggy. Good night, folks, and thanks very much. This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Peggy Lee appeared through the courtesy of the Rexall Drug Company. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guest, Robert Taylor. And remember, for tops in radio listening all the time, get a Philco, famous for quality the world over.
is the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring and his orchestra and chorus, and our guest, Charles Lawton. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Whenever April a shower comes along. Good evening, folks. This is Al Jolson in the old Craft Music Hall. And folks, I feel like a lovesick little boy tonight Cause St. Valentine's Day is on the way And that's when my heart pours out with a song For me and my gal The bells are ringing For me and my gal The birds are singing For me and my gal Everybody's been knowing to a wedding they go in, and for weeks they've been sewing. Every Susie and Sal, they're congregating for me and my girl. The parson's waiting for me and my girl. And someday we're gonna build a little home for two, for three or four or more in Loveland. For me and my girl for me and my gal The parson waiting for me and my gal And someday we're gonna build a little home for two For three or four or more In love land for me and my gal congratulate you. Thank you, Ken. What, what did I do that was wonderful today? Well, I was congratulating you for winning a photoplay award for the Jolson story. Oh, Ken, it was nothing. Yes, uh, <laughs> I know, but you're still getting the award. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, Al, actors get so much more acclaim than announcers. Really? I can read the most beautiful message from Kraft, and yet afterwards, no one rushes up to me and pats me on the back and says, Carpenter, you were great. You had a meeting Velveeta in the aisles. Ken... You got an eating it at home, and that's more important. Yes. But uh, let's not change the subject. We were talking about me. Hmm? Oscar, did you hear about me winning an award? Yes, but th it didn't excite me. No? My mother won an award. Your mother won an award? I didn't know that. What did she get? My father gave her an Oscar. <laughs> well, I'd rather have what I'm getting. You know, Photoplay magazine... <laughs> Photoplay magazine is going to give me a solid gold medal. I wonder where they got it. I thought you had all the gold. Well, <laughs> say, Al, how about letting us look at the medal? He's probably already got it melted and put away in his teeth. Now, wait a minute. Oscar, that's not so. 
I'm not getting it until Monday. That's the night I'm going to do the Jolson story on the radio for a whole hour. You mean they're going to get 60 years in one hour? That's a year a minute. <laughs> well, I've always lived very fast, you know. Yeah, what kind of a part are you going to play in the radio version of the Jolson story? I'm going to play Larry Parks playing Al Jolson. <laughs> and you know something? It's got me worried. You'll be all right. It won't be television. Well, <laughs> for your information, Mr. Levant, the Gallup poll people took the votes. There were uh, 899 for me and 16 for Eisenhower. I, I didn't even know he was in the picture. Well, he'll be in the next one. He's going with Columbia. Uh, and, uh, they can use him. Oscar, by the way, did you vote for me in the photoplay award? Sorry, Al. In these things, it's every man for himself. I voted for me. Mm-hmm. That makes one vote. Thank you. Oscar, look. To get, to get an award like that, you've got to have a big fan magazine like Photoplay behind you. You've got to have your picture in it, you know? As a matter of fact, they were going to put a picture of me and my piano on the cover. Yeah? But then they decided my piano wouldn't look good in a sweater. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I thought your piano was a boy. Look, Oscar... I got an idea. After I do the Jolson story next Monday night on the air, they're giving a big dinner for all the award winners. I think I can get you in if you bring your piano, hmm? Al, you know Mr. Kraft won't allow the piano out of the hall. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, you'll have to play it here. Hmm. People always giving him awards to build his ego. I have to build mine myself. <laughs>
filmmakers discovered this, keeping a few glasses of Kraft cheese spreads in the refrigerator is something like keeping money in the bank. They're both awfully handy to have in an emergency. Take, for example, that day when lunchtime rolls around and the groceries haven't come yet. With those Kraft cheese spreads, you can whisk together dandy sandwiches. Or say the folks down the street drop in one evening and a bridge game gets going unexpectedly. You're sure to be high lady of the evening when you serve unexpected refreshments of several Kraft cheese spreads, crackers, and coffee. So choose your own little assortment from the eight famous Kraft varieties and keep that assortment replenished for emergencies. Tomorrow, get set for the unexpected with handy, delicious Kraft cheese spreads. Oscar, I want you to do me a little favor. Play this sheet of music for me, will you? I couldn't sleep last night, so I got up and wrote it. Inspiration, huh? No, insomnia. <laughs> that's not insomnia, that's kleptomania. <laughs> Al, you didn't write this. This is Aram Kachaturian's saber dance. Well, to tell the truth, I just wrote the words. There are no words to the saber dance. Oh, there are words to it, too. I wrote them. Play it and I'll show you. I'm wrong, Al. You wrote the words. What? You see, Oscar, the trouble with you is you don't think of me as a composer. You always think of me as a singer. That's not true. I never think of you as a singer. <laughs> what you said. You, you must know I didn't mean that, Al, because I do think a lot of you. Thank you. In fact, didn't I prove it when I sent you a valentine? A valentine? Sure, didn't you get it? It was a pretty gaudy thing with a lot of ribbons and lace on it. Gosh, was that a valentine? My wife is wearing it. <laughs> anyway, Oscar, I appreciate the thought behind it. You see, I always share all the gifts I receive with my wife. How's she doing with the cigars I sent you for your birthday? <laughs> Al, here's a valentine you can really share with your wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That song is a sweetheart. Oscar, let's you and I caress it. Everybody loves a baby, that's why I'm in love with you. Pretty baby, pretty baby And I'd like to be your father, mother, dad, and brother too Pretty baby, pretty baby Won't you come and let me rock you in my cradle of love And we'll cuddle all the time Oh, I want a loving baby And it might as well be you Pretty baby of mine Pretty baby of mine Now, would you sing a little of this? Oh, that's Waterboy. Oh, I know it well, Oscar. Just put me in the mood and I'll go to it. Waterboy, where are you hiding? If you don't come, go 
Why'd you ask me to sing Waterboy and then stop me? I was thirsty. <laughs> Look, let's forget Waterboy. I'd like to sing a song for those sad young fellas who ain't going to get no Valentine's this sad day. Give me what you call a heart-shaped apagio, will you? The one I love belongs to somebody else. She means her tender songs for somebody else And even when I have my arms around her I know her thoughts are strong for somebody else The hand I hold Belong to somebody else I'll bet they're not so cold For somebody else It's tough to be alone on a shelf It's worse to fall in love by yourself The one I love belongs to somebody else. Al, that was good and snooty. Yeah? I like those plaintive songs. Here's another one of the same genre type. Don't know why there's no sun up in the sky, stormy weather. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar, wait. <laughs> the way you sing it, you'll bring back another hailstorm. <laughs> now look, let Papa Al show you how it goes. Just give me a little of it, will you, son? Don't know why there's no sun up in the sky, stormy weather. Since my gal and I ain't together It's raining all the time, time It's raining all the time You know, I like that song so much, I don't want to use it up now I think I'll say some of it for next week <laughs> You're in a fragmentary mood Sing something you don't like and maybe you'll finish it. All right. Songs is the most thing I've got of. Except money. Well, Oscar, look. The song I'm going to sing now has a little message to it. Well, cut it down to ten words and send it. I'm serious. It's called Keep Smiling at Trouble. And I'd like to have you play it with me. When you've learned that life is what you make it then you know the secret of it all Find your share of a happiness and take it Make life a song as you go along Keep smiling 
the trouble for troubles a bubble and bubbles will soon go away with never a sadness and never a gladness we'd weary of life in a day be like the violets that goes neath a pale winter snow they bravely wait till it's May keep smiling at trouble What troubles a bubble And bubbles will soon Blow Jolson, I've been hearing your program week after week. I've heard you sing and I've heard you act. You hear me every week, Mr. Lawton? Yes, and finally I decided to come over here and do something about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that song you just sang, Keep Smiling at Trouble. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's a great philosophy for everybody. Keep smiling at trouble. Oh, yes? A man is fired from his job, comes home, finds his wife has broken her leg, his child has whooping cough, his house is on fire, so he just stands there and goes... <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Charlie, that, that's really a wonderful piece of acting. Oh. There are only two Charles Lawtons, and you're both of them. <laughs> Mr. Jolson, I take that as a double affront. <laughs> I came ho- over here as your friend to try and help you. Thank you, Charlie, but honestly, I don't need any help. I've got the Kraft Music Hall, and I've got a very successful picture that's playing. Al, that's what puzzles me. On the uh, radio, your diction has a lack of quality that is peculiarly its own. Mm-hmm. But in your picture, your acting was brilliant. Marvelous. <laughs> you acted like a different man. I was. You mean that you didn't appear in the picture? Well, let us just say I used a double in the dangerous parts. <laughs> And I think with my assistance, we can take the kinks out of your acting. Charlie, look, you may criticize my acting, but I'll tell you one thing. The kids in the army camps didn't seem to mind it a bit. Oh, yes, Al. I remember hearing about the fine work your USO, your USO unit did at Valley Forge. <laughs> Charlie, for your information, I'm not that old. It was Fort Sumter. <laughs> right in the middle of my act, they fired the first shot. I'll admit, Al, you've made something of a success of yourself. I remember when you came to England and played the music hall. Mm-hmm. I sat in the gallery, old boy, poor urchin. Yes. When I heard you sing and watched you act, I said to myself, this, this, this man is a great star in America. I must go there. They take anybody. <laughs> well, it wasn't uh, too easy for me, Charlie. I started out doing small parts with the Irish alley players. Irish abbey players, not alley. <laughs> Don't tell me where we played. (laughs) Al, you have never acted unless you have played Shakespeare. 
For example, did you ever know the thrill of playing the balcony scene? Why, Charlie, the first important job I had in the theater was singing from a balcony. I am speaking of William Shakespeare, not Jake Schubert. (laughs) (laughs) The scene is Capulet's Orchard, and Romeo enters. He jests at scars that never felt a wound, but soft. What light at yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. No, Charlie. That ain't the way that it's supposed to go, you know. (laughs) Now listen to me. He just had scars that never fell a wound, but soft. Oh, so soft. What light through yonder window breaks? It is the yeast. It is the yeast. (laughs) I like that, and I think I'll do it again. (laughs) It is the yeast. And Juliet is the sun. You see, Charlie? Well, you must be correct, Al, because when Shakespeare wrote it, he probably had you in mind for the part. Charlie, if you really want to learn something from me, listen to this love scene I did in one of my musical shows just a few years ago. It went something like this. Come to me, baby. I love you. Stop blowing that bubble gum and let us have a little smooching. There, Charlie. You're so good. Let's see you do a little scene like that. I shall do my level best. Come to me, baby. I love you. Stop blowing that bubble gum. Let's have a little smooching. <laughs> Mr. Hitchcock, forgive me. <laughs> uh, what's the use, Mr. Jolson? No one can teach you how to act. You'll never be anything more than a millionaire. <laughs> Mr. Lawton. Yes. Mr. Lawton, I'm Oscar Levant. That's quite all right, old boy. You can live that down. (laughs) Charlie, look, don't pick on my old pal Oscar. He's a great piano player and a famous wit. Really? A wit, huh? What have you said lately that's worth repeating? I said my name was Oscar Levant. Hardly worth repeating? (laughs) This guy's nastier than I am. Oscar, look, don't let Charlie upset you. He's a little sarcastic at first, but after a while he grows on you. I wouldn't like that. I'd have to have all my clothes all (laughs) it. I'm sorry if I have appeared presumptuous, Oscar. I was just giving Mr. Jolson a few pointers on acting. I dare say I could do the same for you. I'm always willing, nay, eager, to learn. Uh, I like that. I'll repeat it. I am... (laughs) I am nay, eager, to learn. Uh, What do you charge? Uh, Two pounds, six shillings, one tuppence, and a halfpenny. Uh, How much is that, Charlie? I haven't the slightest idea, old boy. Oscar, the last time I saw you was in London. I think you attended the cricket matches. Oh, yes, I saw several cricket games. Say, how do they train those little bugs to play tennis? (laughs) Uh, Al, they get them while they're very young. I see. But, Charles, I don't really think you can teach Al anything. After all, he's an individual personality, and no one can take his place. No one but me. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, Charlie. I know you're a fine actor. But you just can't sing like me. We shall see. Oscar, noodle something for old Asa Lawton. <laughs> Gee, singers come and go in this place. Swanee, Swanee, how I love you, how I love you, my dear old Swanee. <laughs>
Valentine party this weekend, remember this trick for your sandwich tray. Cut slices of bread with a heart-shaped cookie cutter and top them generously with various kinds of Kraft cheese spreads. Kraft pimento, olive pimento, and Kraft relish spread, for instance. Then along with your heart-shaped sandwiches, you might have celery stalks stuffed with Kraft zestful roca spread. Now there's an easy, really elegant sandwich tray for a party. However, if you're not having a Valentine party, but do have a he-man Valentine at your house who likes a good sandwich or snack, let me recommend Kraft Limburger spread on rye, or golden old English or tantalizing smokel. He'll like those. It's all his friends. Kraft cheese spreads are the quality cheese spreads. Delicious and wholesome for lunchtime sandwiches, too. When you shop tomorrow, get several of these handy Kraft cheese spreads packed in reusable posy pattern glasses. <laughs> Folks, there are moments of life that we never forget which brighten and brighten as time steals away. You know, a man's finest possession is his memory. In nothing else is he rich. In nothing else is he poor. And the song I'm about to sing tells really a beautiful story. Good night, everybody. Well, 
return to be seen in David O. Selfridge's production of Parody in Case. Tune in again next Thursday for the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Oscar LeVette, Lou Bring, and his orchestra and chorus, and our special guest, Charles Boyer. This is Ken Carpenter saying goodnight. Stay tuned into this station here, Jack Carson with Eve Arden, who follow immediately. Also, tune in the Great Gildersleeve next Wednesday on this network. Remember, next Thursday's guest on Kraft Music Hall will be Charles Boyer. <laughs> You'll be pleased when you discover how much extra flavor can be added to your leftovers if you use one of the Kraft prepared mustards. There's Kraft salad mustard for those who like a mild, delicately spiced mustard, and mustard with horseradish added for those who like a snappy, tangy flavor. Try them both. Treat your family to food zestfully flavored with Kraft's prepared mustards. <laughs> NBC, the national broadcasting company. Good health to all from Rexall. From Hollywood, it's the Jimmy Durante Show. Ink, a dink, a dink, a dink, a dink, a dink, a dink. Yes, 10,000 Rexall drugstores who carry the complete line of top quality Rexall drug products bring you the Jimmy Durante Show with Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargie and his orchestra, the Crew Chiefs Quartet, yours truly Howard Petrie, and that Lothario of the Lumbago set, Victor Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have noticed in the past week a tremendous movement to draft Durante for vice president. And here is the man who started it, the one and only Jimmy Durante in person. Each day with a song uh, Paint the walls green Now even when things go wrong uh, Paint the ceiling blue You feel better You even look better uh, Paint the floors yellow Stop the music, stop the music And I want the dining room painted brown The living room painted orange And the whole outside painted lavender Mr. Dewey must be pretty confident He's changing the color of the White House already <laughs> Don't don't call the piano movers, Harry Dewey is not in yet <laughs> Well, Schnoz, the presidential race is really beginning to get exciting, isn't it? Dewey, Stassen, Warren, Taft. Wait a minute, Howard. Speaking off the record, with Petrillo's permission. <laughs> I have a little inside gossip on Senator Taft. Did you know that he went on a diet? Senator Taft went on a diet? Why? He heard that the team song of the Republican convention is going to be, I don't want him, you can have him, he's too fat for me. <laughs> Had the ready, you must have taken a bath in Oxidol. You're sparkling tonight. <laughs> well, tell me, Jimmy, where do you stand in the present political situation? Right where I've always stood, Howard. Candidate for the vice presidency. And if there's anybody in this audience who's got anything to say against me, I want him to feel free to speak his mind. Well, Mr. Durante, I... <laughs> If there's anything I hate, it's a blabbermouth. <laughs> Ushers, remove that man. I doubt if I'll get any more laughs from him. Well, now, Jimmy, this isn't a criticism, but if you're elected, how do you propose to stop the quibbling, which often hamstrings the action of Congress? I don't know what you said, but I hope my answer fits. <laughs> 
My plan, Mr. Petrie, is to make the Hawaii, is to make Hawaii. There I go. It's the coal that's frozen up my tongue. Yes. My plan, Mr. Petrie, is to make Hawaii the 49th state. Couldn't they give me another state like Ohio? I gotta make it Hawaii. My plan, Mr. Petrie, is to make Hawaii the 49th state. Then they'll send two beautiful hula dancers to the House of Representatives. Well, will that stop quibbling, Jimmy, just putting two hula dancers in Congress? Certainly. Who's going to object when they put their motion before the House? <laughs> and as an addendum to the referendum, uh, I'm going to raise the standard of living to the status quo. Yes. So that everybody is guaranteed a living wage Well, now, that's a good idea, Jimmy After all, money talks Yes, money talks, but nowadays you can't keep it long enough to start a conversation <laughs> An intelligent observation, I wonder how I ever thought of it Jimmy, you're so right about the cost of living Why, these days, I can't afford to eat steak Why don't you eat turkey? No, turkey doesn't agree with me Don't let that bother you Turkey doesn't agree with Russia either But Stalin keeps nibbling at the giblets <laughs> Howard, speaking of Russia, if I'm elected, I got a plan for collecting all the money Russia owes us on Lynn Lease. I'm going to send ten guys over there that will squeeze out every nickel. Who are you sending over, Jim? Diplomats? No, salesmen from a used car lot. <laughs> Boy, Molotov will be mortified when they force the fog lights on him. <laughs> well, Jimmy, it sounds like you've got an unbeatable platform. And I know you'll be happy to learn that there's an old friend here who wants to help your campaign. You know him, Mr. Ripple, the Commissioner of Rivers and Waterways. <laughs> How do you do? Get your barrels ready, men. We just struck a gusher. But tell me, Mr. Ripple, how do you propose to help me get elected? Well, I speak with a fine spray that would be very valuable in your campaign song. A spray in your voice is going to help my campaign song? Sure, you furnish the ink a dinker, and I'll furnish the <laughs> I had an answer to that, folks, but he washed it off my script. Wait a minute, Mr. Ripple. Who's this youthful cherub standing here beside you? Oh, this is my little boy, Trickle. Say hello to Mr. Durandy, son. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> How do you like that? I'm surrounded by a gusher on one side and a squirt on the other. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Durant, he helps me with my work in the Department of Rivers and Waterways. <laughs> what do you do, son? I'm in charge of puddles. <coughs> he talks funny, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a drip off the old faucet. <laughs> you know, Mr. Durant, I think that water... 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 Don't look now, Sonny, but I think your pop just ran dry. Yes, come on, pop. Where are you taking him? Over to the reservoir to get his tank filled. To the... <laughs> you know, I'm glad they left. I was beginning to get caught in the undertow. <laughs> Well, Mr. Petrie, what's next on the agenda? Well, now, Jimmy, yesterday was your birthday, and we here in the Rexall program want to help you celebrate it tonight. Now, here's a little something for you that we all chipped in for. 
Uh, we didn't know how old you were, so we didn't buy any candles. But, well, here it is anyway. Oh, isn't that sweet? A cupcake with a piece of punk on it. <laughs> but listen, fellas, I'm only a secondary figure in this celebration. Let me explain the situation to you. The other night I'm walking home and feeling so gay When I'm walking home I'm always that way What a home I got The kitchen is delightful The living room is grand And the bathroom is out of this world Which makes it a little bit inconvenient <laughs> When I opened up my door I got the grandest surprise All my friends were there And they began to harmonize Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Curb your enthusiasm. This isn't my birthday. No, but it's the birthday of someone near and dear to me. It's Manose's birthday, not mine. And I'm proud to say the Schnauz is doing fine. You know, Manose was born upon this day in 1893. Exactly two weeks later, the stock delivered me. It was the first time in history that a nose outweighed the child. When I was born, my dad took one look at my schnoz and said to the stork, take that back. Just because our country's emblem is an eagle, that don't mean we have to raise one. But in spite of my dad, the schnoz and I are closer than Damon and Petinius. Not even a mustache has ever come between us. You know, I tried to raise a mustache once and what happened? Nothing. It wouldn't grow in the shade. <laughs> but I'm as happy as I can be. Cause it's my nose's golden anniversary. You know, folks, as I traveled hither and thither down life's highways, my schnoz was always with me. Why, I remember my first train ride. I was in a lower boat when I decided to call the porter. So I stuck my nose out through the curtain and what happened? The porter came by, grabbed my schnoz, and before I could pull it back in, he brushed it, shined it, polished it, and said, now where's the other shoe? <laughs> but in spite of everything, I've always managed to give the schnoz up to date. When the styles changed, I gave it the new look. I let the hem down three inches. <laughs> However, I'll always be obliged to the schnoz. I'll never forget the time it saved my life. It was one of those sultry weekends at the beach. I am in the water swimming the Australian crawl when I found myself face to face with a vicious swordfish. He was just about to attack, but after taking a second look at the nose, the swordfish said, I give up. You're equipped with a superior weapon. <laughs> so you see, I am as happy as I can be. Cause it's my nose's golden anniversary Yes, sir, it's my nose's golden anniversary If you want to be sure that the product is pure When you ask for a drug preparation Buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign Of Rexall identification Did you know that more than 2,000 different drug products bear the name Rexall? That's a big family indeed, and a highly respected one, too. For in millions of American homes, the familiar name, Rexall, has come to mean the utmost in quality, purity, and reliability. So for any, and for all of your drug needs, always buy Rexall. Have confidence in what that name means. 
quality, purity, and reliability in drug products. Get them at Rexall drugstores throughout the nation, where 25% of America buys its drug needs. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Ah, I love those Rexall commercials. And Howard... I want to thank you for that lovely bowl of goldfish you gave me for a present. Oh, did you like them, Jim? Yeah, but this morning when I looked in the goldfish bowl, all I found was a note from my cat. A note from your cat? Well, what did it say? It said, leave six cans of sardines under the back porch, and I'll return the goldfish unharmed. <laughs> what a sneaky cat. He was holding the goldfish for ransom in an old hot water bottle. <laughs> But the digress from the proceedings we presented hey, this just a time... Minute, Jimmy, Jimmy, there's somebody here you invited to your birthday party. Remember me? I'm Candy. <laughs> this kid hasn't run downstairs to talk to himself. Are you sure I invited you to my party? Oh, yes. I've even written a poem about it. Listen, I'm going to Jimmy's party, and when the birthday cakes are glow, I'll whip out every candle. Because I'm feeling mighty slow. <laughs> Now to digress once more from the interruption to the elocution, we present a preview of the picture of the week. I walk alone. <laughs> you walk alone? I have to. When I'm on the sidewalk, there's hardly room for anybody else. Victor Moore. Victor, Victor, you're not so fat. It's just that success has went to your stomach. Well, Jimmy, let's not talk about me. I heard that yesterday was your birthday. Well, I just want to wish you many, many happy returns of the day. Thanks, Victor. That touches me deeply. I'm not one for making speeches, Jim. But as you slide down the banister of life, may the splinters never be pointed the wrong way. <laughs> That touches me even deeper. Uh, tell me, Jimmy, how old are you anyway? 38. <laughs> Jack Benny can get away with it, so can I. Well, it doesn't matter, Schnoz. I only say a man is as old as he feels. Well, how do you feel, Victor? I, uh... I think I'll lie down for a while. <laughs> Victor, you've been overdoing it again. I warned you not to open pistachio nuts on the day of the broadcast. Well, Jimmy, before I forget, here's a little birthday gift I brought for you. Oh, Victor, you shouldn't have done it. Let's see what it is. Oh, it's a sweater. Yeah, don't spread this around, but I knitted it myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely sweater, Victor. And don't feel bad because you didn't leave a hole for my head. I can always wear my glasses on the outside. Ah, birthdays are nice, Jimmy. Yeah, I always got a kick out of them, even when I was a kid. Well, I didn't. Jimmy, I had a very confused childhood. A confused childhood? Yeah, the stork that brought me forgot to leave a set of instructions. Victor, I got news for you. The stork doesn't bring babies. He don't? No. 
Well, how do you like that? My father's been lying to me all these years. Well, Victor, here's someone every man, every man should know about. And she wouldn't do their fathers any harm either. I'm talking about the Chantuzzi of great songs, Peggy Lee. Hello, Peggy. Buenas noches, muchachos. ¿Cómo están ustedes? ¿Están bien? Peggy, where did you learn so much Spanish? I go to all of Xavier Cougat's fights. She didn't want to say that. Ever since she wrote the words of the song Manyama, she speaks Portuguese like a native from Portland. If the writer of that joke ain't on a super chief, what's holding him? But have you ever been to Mexico, Peggy? Oh, I lived down there for quite a while, Jimmy, and I loved it. Whenever I come back, I feel as though I'd left a part of me there. I don't know what you left there, but I'll bet they miss what you brought back. <laughs> <laughs> I got a million dollars. You better keep an eye on this kid, Jimmy. Your job is in jeopardy. <laughs> Everybody wants to get into the act. Look. I'm having a little birthday party at my house after the broadcast tonight, and I want you both to be there. The place will be a muck with wine, women, and song. Well, I can furnish the women. I'll call Miss... Uh, I know Miss... Uh, I can call... Oh, maybe I'd better bring the wine. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I can furnish the song. How about manana? Not manana, Peggy. Sing it right now. She is ripping and the fence she's falling down My pocket needs some money so I can go into town My brother isn't working and my sister doesn't care The car, she needs a motor so I can't go anywhere Mañana, mañana, mañana My mother's always working, she's working very hard But every time she looks for me, I'm sleeping in the yard. My mother thinks I'm lazy, and maybe she is right. I'll go to work mañana, but I gotta sleep tonight. Mañana, mañana, mañana is coming up for me. Oh, once I had some money, but I gave it to my friend. He said he'd pay me double, it was only for a land. But he said a little later that the horse she was so slow. Why he gave the horse my money is something I don't know. Manana, manana, manana My brother took a suitcase and he went away to school. My father said he only learned to be a silly fool. My father said that I should learn to make a chili pot. But then I burned the house down, the chili was too hot. The window she is broken and the rain is coming in. If someone doesn't fix it, I'll be soaking to my skin. But if we wait a day or two, the rain may go away. And we don't need a window on such a sunny day. Manana, manana, manana is coming up for me. Oh, 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 manana, manana, manana is coming up for me. Oba, oba. <laughs> 
Here's the 60-second story from the Rexall Laboratory. In the great Rexall Control Laboratory, many different scientific tests are made every day to make sure that Rexall products are compounded correctly. Some liquid products, for instance, are tested for viscosity. Or to invent a handy word, we might call it pourability. Certainly no one wants a liquid drug product that is so thick it won't pour at all. And many liquids, such as milk of magnesia and mineral oil, must be thick enough so that they don't pour too fast. That's why Rexall uses the vicosimeter, a highly accurate instrument which measures vicosity scientifically. This is only one of many tests made on Rexall products, but it's a part of your guarantee that you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. So for any and for all of your household drug needs, always buy Rexall. At Rexall Drugstores everywhere. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Well, Victor, how do you like the way my house is fixed up for the party? You may not realize it, but that's genuine chop suey hanging from the Chinese lanterns. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. My gosh, Jimmy, I can hardly wait. When the party starts, I'm going to grab every girl I see and hug her and kiss her and squeeze her and squeeze her like she's never been squeezed before. Victor, are you really going to do that? No, but before every party, I give a pep talk to my idol. Oh, I see. <laughs> that's a... You're lucky. The last time I contacted my arteries... The message came back marked address unknown. <laughs> but, Victor, everybody be here in a minute. I think I'll... See, here they are now. Excuse me, I'll answer the door. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday... Hello. Whose car is that parked out there on the sidewalk? Hmm? It's, it's my car, officer. Well, isn't that just dandy now? How would you like a ticket? No, thanks. I'm not going to the policeman's ball this year. I'm tired of dancing with you cops. Ah, now, never mind your shenanigans. You packed your car on the sidewalk and you're getting a summons. Officer, I'm surprised at you. You mean you'll arrest a fellow Hibernian? No, I don't care. Oh, well, now. Oh, so it's a fellow Irishman, yeah. Oh, tell me, is your family from County Cork? My family goes even further than Cork. They went halfway down the bottle. <laughs> Am I an Irishman, he says. Fate and be God in my face as the map of Ireland. Yeah, but what about, what about that nose? Step up and kiss the blarney stone. <laughs> oh, so it's making sport of me, you are now. On the contrary, officer, I realize I'm wrong and I'm willing to accept the summons. Well, ain't that sweet of you? Oh, no, you don't. I heard what's been going on. Jimmy and I'm not letting this flat-footed Cossack push you around. Please, Victor, I'm doing all right the way I am. Now, don't worry, Jimmy. They don't call me Victor the Fixer for nothing. I haven't met the man who tells me what to do. Do you hear? I haven't met the man who tells me what to do. Well, you've met him right now. Shut up! I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> Boy, that's diplomacy. Now, listen to me, you overgrown ham hock. I was going to let this bugle beak off, but on account of you, I'm throwing the book at him. Here's a summons for parking on the sidewalk. Reckless driving, resisting arrest, endangering life, limb, and property, and keeping an unsanitary goat on the premises. Now, you leave me out of this. <laughs> Wait a minute, officer. I was only parking my car on the sidewalk. You can't give me a summons. It's unconstitutional. 
unconstitutional it is, eh? Yeah. The Constitution guarantees everyone life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Isn't that right, officer? Yeah, what about it? Well, parking on the sidewalk makes me happy. <laughs> oh, it does, does it? Well, your case comes up in the morning. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This court is now in session. Judge Frankfurter presiding. Are you Felix Frankfurter? No, skinless. <laughs> you sit down, bucket pants. Now, the state of California versus James Durante. Guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. And if I'm convicted, I'll take my case to a higher court. And if I don't get satisfaction, I'll take my case to the Supreme Court. And I'll even go higher than that. I'll take my case to a notary public. Uh, don't worry, Jimmy. They don't call me Victor the Fixer for nothing. In the words of John Paul Jones, don't give up the... We have not yet begun to... Oh, what's the difference? He's dead, anyhow. If he's dead, he must have had you for a lawyer. Here, the defendant will rise and hear the charges read. The charges against James Durante are parking on the sidewalks, reckless driving, resisting arrest, endangering life and limb and property, perjury, larceny, sabotage, treason, and smoking in the patrol wagon. I'm lucky they didn't smell the scent scent on my breath. And carrying concealed scent scent. They smelled it. Now, wait a minute, Your Honor. I don't think you're paying attention to the proceedings. Why do you keep on sticking your head under your black robe? Shh. Underneath, I'm developing pictures. <laughs> well, let's continue with the case. Is the defendant satisfied with the jury? Yes, Your Honor. I'm convinced that the jury is completely unbiased. Then will the jury rise and identify themselves? Uh, Pete Durante. Harry Durante. Eddie Durante. Charlie Durante. Stan Durante. Phil Durante. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of One Man's Stammer. <laughs> Now, before we start the examination, does the defense wish to challenge any of the jurors? Well, I think I can lick that little old lady on the end. <laughs> Order in the court. Uh, Your Honor, may I interrogate my client, the defendant? Proceed. Mr. Durante, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Well, in that case, we're licked before we start. <laughs> Proceed with the witness, Pudgy. Thank you. Now, Mr. Durante, tell Judge Frankfurter, in my own words, exactly what happened. Well, you worship, I... Uh... Never mind. Well, Mr. Durante, isn't it true that the officer was unjustified in giving you a ticket for parking on the sidewalk? I object. You object? Yes. <laughs> you think he was convicting me or something? <laughs> Yes, I was in park and I was driving on the sidewalk. In California, it's the only safe place. Well, Jimmy, there's only one way to beat this rap. Plead guilty and throw yourself on the mercy of the court. Okay, Victor, I'll do it. Your Majesty, I admit that you caught me with my ipso facto doubt. And in view of the habeas corpus, I plead guilty to the charges and the sales tax. <laughs> and throw myself on the mercy of the court. In that case, I'll pass sentence immediately. Twenty years at hard labor. Wait a minute. I demand a new trial. On what grounds? On the grounds that I ain't doing so good in this one.
good health to all from Rexall. We hope you're feeling fine. So always call for Rexall, where you see the Rexall sign. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. You can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Available in Rexall drugstores everywhere. Touche, Howard, and I'd like to add, I do my shopping at a Rexall store, buying Rexall drugs, and I furthermore, Umbri, Aldo, he prefers them too. We buy Rexall, that's all. How about you? all for tonight, folks. Victor Moore will be back with us next week. Also, Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargy, the Crew Chiefs Quartet, Dave Barry, who plays the part of Mr. Ripple, yours truly, Howard Petrie, and Jimmy Durante in person. Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. program was produced and directed by Phil Cohan. Good health to all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.